0: This is an AMI podcast. This is an AMI podcast. This is Double Tap Canada from AMI-audio, the place where blind people talk
1: tech. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Double Tap Canada. It's I, Stephen Scott, back with you again, and uh, I've got my friends with me here. Thank goodness I have got somebody to speak to about something other than... Than coronavirus uh sean priest is uh, there somewhere hello sean are you still in your shed i am and i'm not coming out how are you Stephen? i'm all right i'm all right tim Good. schwartz is in america uh, <laughs> i don't know why i say it like that but i always in do in america america i not sure what to um, think about that yeah tell donald i'm asking for him um oh. and uh you uh you're there uh host of life after blindness of course i get i'm imagining about a few episodes
2: more coming out in the next couple of weeks you've got plenty of time in your hands now tim I've been very busy with episodes the last couple months, and yeah, very busy with episodes coming out in the next few weeks. Because yeah, what else am I going to do? Uh, like Sean, I'm not leaving my house, although he kind of cornered the market on this, didn't you, Sean? You've been you've been sticking around in that shed for years now. Exactly. Everyone stop copying me. It's a way of life. Yeah. <laughs> sure. It is. So I've been spending
1: nearly every weekend for the last eight, nine, maybe 10 weeks, basically since the beginning of the year. In my house at the weekends, my wife and I saying every weekend, we must go out more. We must do more. We must get out more. Try and get out, do things. <laughs> and every single week, I say, yeah, let's let's do that. But we don't. We end up staying in. We watch Netflix. We eat rubbish. You know, all the usual, right? And um, the weekend just That's passed. Great. Yeah, Well, it is. It has. Of course, it's great. I keep doing it. So it must be good. Yeah. So this weekend, or the weekend has just passed. I'm saying, you know, I think we should go out this weekend. And uh, then the government advice was: "Whatever you do, don't leave your house." And suddenly, I'm thinking, "Hang on a minute! Don't tell me I can't go out my house. I want to leave my house." Now you can't do. You want. <laughs> no, to. I can't go.
2: Every time you're told, <laughs> "Don't do it," it's like, "Don't look down." Well, now I have to look down. You know? I think.
1: I mean, this is this is a terrible situation that we are going to go through. I think we're we're going through it, of course. But let's be honest about it. For us in the UK, in Canada, and in America, I think that. Um, I think the worst is definitely yet to come, and that's not my advice. That is the scientists, right? They're, they're telling us this, and it is going to be a really difficult time. And there will probably become a time when we'll be asking ourselves the question: Is talking about technology really in anyone's interest at the moment? And you know, we'll, we'll we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. But we are here for the moment. um We have kind of cornered the market in some ways. I've been reading about all these radio shows and TV programs that are having to stop production because you can't bring people together. And well, we. Kind of cornered that market as well didn't we we decided let's do the show from our respective locations so we you know can all be together and do this and um it's kind of worked out for us because we, we can continue to to make this show happen where other shows might be struggling a lot of the ami shows are struggling at the moment obviously because you know we're trying to work from home and and still produce a live a live broadcast and it's it's a challenge it really is i'm I'm kind of facing those challenges in the u k myself and it's just one of those um One of those times where I, you know, I cannot get my head around what is going on. I do. I don't think any of us can, right? But I'm just wanting to vent my own view on this, and then please, you guys, do the same because you carry on, Stephen. You, I I think you've got to talk. I think you've got to talk about it because let's be honest, it has been a terrible couple of weeks just trying to get your head around what is likely to happen, what you should do, what you shouldn't do. Um. And, and what will come. And, of course, we're all thinking here, let's be honest, we're all thinking about our elderly relatives. We're all thinking about people who are close to us. Those are the people most at risk uh, that are amongst us. You know, the three of us aren't exactly the healthiest of specimens. There I said it. How dare you? Um, well, I can't lie. Um <laughs> can't lie to our audience. Come on. Um, just to so, ourselves. You know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just to ourselves, exactly. Um, and that's the thing. I, I just think, you know, we, we're kind of so nervous. I I feel on edge constantly. I feel the stress that I cannot get rid of. And no matter what I do, no matter how much cam app I listen to, um, (laughs) it just doesn't do the gig for me at the moment. I just cannot seem to get away from it because everyone's talking about it. That's if you dare to go outside and speak to people. Um, I mean, if you—I mean, I, I talked to someone the other day. I was wearing a mask. They were wearing a mask. It was almost impossible to hold <laughs> us some kind of civil conversation. Wearing um, a mask I, for? I, 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 I'm wearing a mask, right? I've decided oh, I'm wearing a mask you're one of because those. you know. Come on now. Well, here's the thing, right? So my wife—and you might hear my dog bark in the background. I apologize already. Um, I am at home. Um, so you Wait, know, did you just um, compare
2: your wife and your dog? You said, my wife, and you might hear my dog bark. What are you trying oh, to say? Damn. That's damn. awful. I, know, I, know. I can't that's, believe you said that,
1: Stephen. You really want off my credit card list. <laughs> your credit card your list? wife my like my wonderful. Card list You want on the credit card <laughs> list. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean, you know, my wife had a cough last week. That absolutely terrified me. And she's thankfully okay now. Everything's fine. Uh, she seems to have come through it, and the cough has gone away. Um, and I, I've been told to quarantine, as she has. So I, we're both we've both been in this house for 14 days solid. In fact, well, less than that. We're coming out for 14 days, and it's just so um, it's so unnerving, you know. And you think you know, it's one thing if they said this was going to happen, it would be a few weeks, and then we'll get over it, and we'll you know get back to normal, and the, the apple shop will open again. But it's not happening, you know. And and how long will this be? How long exactly. will this go on? What will this world be like at the end of it all? Because. Businesses will fall, there's no doubt. I mean, it's already started happening in the UK. I'm sure it's going to be happening in Canada, as in America as well. Big stores that you know were pretty solid before this are starting to struggle. Airlines potentially may not be there. Airports might close. I mean, it's just unbelievable what is happening. So I guess what I'm saying is, it is difficult to sit here and talk about technology and sort of bury our heads in the sand. But I'm going to propose... That's exactly what we do. Um, Because I don't think there's any way out of this otherwise. Otherwise, it will drive us crazy. Don't think about it.
3: I think it is that, though. I think it's perfectly reasonable. You know, we're all sat here saying, okay, let's all be sensible. It'll pass. But it's that every day you get more and more services that are locked down. And, you know, then it starts to impact on you. As in, you know, you can't get certain items delivered. You know, your shopping is going to be 10 days instead of five days. And then you start to think, oh... Right this really has affected me and everyone around me, and how long is it going to go on for that's the thing is the indefinite nature of it it's it's worrying
2: you can't help but be slightly scared by it maybe even more than slightly scared I mean I've had to fill my time because to be very honest, if I'm not keeping myself busy by reading a book or watching some streaming service or doing interviews like you mentioned Stephen you know I've got all this time mm-hmm. I'm trying to fill it with doing you know writing a blog post for life after blindness or scheduling interviews or me even being on other people's shows and just trying to fill time. It's like, okay, who can I get to come on? Because as I'm realizing, everybody else is looking for something to do as well. You know, So I've, I'm finding that so many people are like, can I please come on and talk with you? Yes, I'll spend a half an hour talking about this or that or whatever you'd like. You know, So I'm finding I'm not the only one struggling to fill time and keep my mind off of things because... Quite honestly, you're going to get depressed and stressed out. Uh, My wife and I have had to be very careful about the conversations we have in front of our daughter because she hears these things. She's seven and a half. Absolutely. You know, she only understands it to a certain extent, but the big, huge level of of the whole thing to a child I mean it's hard for people like us you know adults to figure this out let alone a child trying to wrap their mind around this and so she gets really upset and so it's okay we have a conversation with her but we have to find the proper way to do that where she gets it without being too upset but then we have to kind of wrap our minds around it first and it's (laughs) it's just it's crazy I mean they're talking about cities big cities that are practically ghost towns you know stores that are ghost towns restaurants that are only doing pickup and delivery and well if you do that well once they hand you the food and you take it home wash your hands after touching the box then once you get the food out and you, you put the food down wash your hands again and then Don't eat yeah it. just throw it away. Yeah, it's like oh my gosh you know it's just every little thing that you've got to do and, and all you know every couple hours it seems like there's another update and another report I've tried to just avoid it and bury myself in work, you know, and and try, like I said, reach out to people and say, hey, you want to record a 15, 20 minute interview? Because I would go crazy if I just sat on the couch and did nothing else. uh, Oh, no, uh, -uh, it'd be. Are you are you saying
1: that a global pandemic is good for getting podcast guests?
2: Is that what you're saying? I guess in a way that's what I'm saying, that thanks to the global pandemic, I'm able to get more work done and build up my website and yeah. podcast, get interviews. It's it, It's been fantastic. Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. I, well,
1: I'm hoping that my email to Tim Cook gets there this time. I think, I think this is the one. I think this is the what, one. It's what got is interesting though,
2: Stephen, is I keep <laughs> seeing reports where, and this might be kind of a whole, whole other conversation, but the um the the environment i've read is better because people aren't yes. out there you know i was reading about italy with the 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 streams in in the rivers in venice there's freshwater fish coming not freshwater but fresh fish you know swimming into the streams that haven't been there in forever you can see clear water and that's not happened so it's like Okay, well, maybe, maybe this is Mother Earth's wave saying, all right, that's enough. Get off of me. Go away. Go home. I need to rest up and Get heal. Get off of me. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, don't, don't, don't put your boats in my water. Don't put your planes in my air. Don't put your feet on my ground. Steady. You know, go away and let me heal. And, and you, that's something we should do every year. Just you know, take a few months take- off of the, the planet. Exactly. It's like yeah. it's
1: like a nice purge. Um, it is. Oh, I know you <laughs>
2: yes. love the purge.
1: I do like the purge, but I'm I'm not going to talk about that today cuz I think that seems very inappropriate. Oh, Actually no.
3: actually, you know, finding things to fill the time and, you know, streaming services and things like that, that's something we should talk yeah.
1: about. look, you're right. I mean, oh, this yeah. is a tech show, right? So we probably should mention some tech, but ultimately, um look, you know, what I what I want to say to people is we're going to continue to do this as long as we can. Uh, as, as long as all of us are well and that's the key and, and partly that's why we're all locking ourselves down and making sure that we can keep doing this because look you know th- this is a, a you know a dog and pony show that we put on every week and hopefully people come and listen and hopefully you enjoy it uh and you know we, we'll, we'll continue to do it hopefully if nothing else <laughs> hopefully <laughs> for yeah. our own uh, entertainment. because ultimately <laughs> for our own entertainment if nothing else um so you know if you enjoy this and, and you get something from this then then that's all to the good um I, But yeah, the tech question is interesting. So streaming services, lots of talk about working online at home as well. If if you are working and you're being forced to work from home or being told to work from home or whatever, you know, obviously it does put a demand on the internet. And interestingly, although I don't quite understand this, it will have an impact on our broadband services. Now, my question is, Why is it making any difference whether you use the internet over there or over here, right? I mean, if I'm at home, it makes no odds to whether I'm using download capability here versus using it in an office. I don't understand why there's potentially an issue with that.
2: I was thinking the same thing when I heard that because you would think, well, when we're going to work and we're going out and living our lives, going to restaurants or businesses or what have you, we're spread out. And so if you're connecting with cell towers or local Wi-Fi's, you're spread out and using the you know the internet everywhere else. But when we're at home or we're locked down in places, well, we're still spread out in our homes So we're just spread out in a different way. So yeah, I'm, I'm not quite sure I fully understand either. Maybe it's just because of how we are spread out, I, I don't know. I, I don't really understand that either.
3: I, I think it's more to do with especially larger companies which have their own internal networks. You know, People can send files within that without touching the internet, without going outside of a building. Yeah, that's true. You know, you've got your internal networks which handle a lot of data, a lot of traffic. But once we're all at home, we're sending everything through our ISPs, our providers, um, that bandwidth is going to suffer. But so far, it is standing up to it.
1: Well, not in the UK, it wasn't. Uh, the other day, it was struggling it did, considerably. And so
3: did our mobile phone networks as well. They did fall down. But a lot of it was, is put down to... T- other than that, it yeah, was yeah, yeah, but a lot of it says it's technical glitches. <laughs>
1: Look, let, let's not... This is... This is extra- yeah, the whole country was out. But, you know, <laughs> no, no. It, it was just... Someone just tripped on a wire. But it was Clearly, wasn't, you know, it unplugged something. These are extraordinary
3: times. And, you know, they're putting these services under so much stress that they've just not... In, right, encounter- Well, they haven't encountered, but you've got to give them a bit of a break. Look, as, as long as they don't go down for a period of time, then these occasional glitches, I think, are, are okay.
1: Yeah, as long as they don't go down for a period of time, because Sean will be around to see you. <laughs> um, I live on my takeaways; they're still going. I'm I'm having them every day. I've got to tell you, Tim. So I'm on the phone to Sean this week, and uh, we're talking about things, and he he answers the call not by how are you or you know how are things or even just hello. Um, the the opening gambit was. Mm-hmm. I can't get any food delivered, <laughs> so I knew at that point he was starting to take this seriously. And Sean yes. uh,
2: can't get delivery; you know, it's a crisis. It's <laughs> exactly, a problem. I um, thought
3: this is now impacting on me. I don't like it anymore.
1: But I do love these um, these VoIP services, as they call them these VoIP voice over IP, essentially voice over internet uh, systems. And we use Zoom, which is the one that we use to connect with each other. And you know, it's interesting, despite all of this. Um, load on the network that there seems to be. And actually, just to pick up on that, I think the load part is probably driven, if I think about it, by the amount of people sitting at home watching Netflix. And you think about kids that are going to be off school. Absolutely. Schools are going to be closed in the UK this week. And I know other countries have done the same. So, you know, the kids are watching you know, I don't know whatever they watch on television these days. Whatever classes is entertainment. Those kids. Um, you
3: sounded so old then, Steve, are Those kids. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, Get off my I, lawn.
1: I don't have kids, and I am so happy about that. They're so annoying, and it's even worse now because they'll be off school making noise. Anyway, <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so considerate, but goes uh, our yeah, younger I mean, audience. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about that probably listen aren't listen listening anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that's it. Alyssa's not <laughs> listening anymore. Okay, fine. Um, well. You know, I, I think it is an interesting uh, time, though, for all of this. And I think we will see, I actually think, a, a real positive at the end of all of this in that we will start to see people realizing the value of working from home or the capabilities that we have to work from home. Yeah. Uh, if our networks hold up, if everything holds as we hope it does, I actually think we could be seeing a really uh, interesting change in how we live. I mean, I think, I, dare I say that the big change is coming And often when we talk about that these days, especially today, we're thinking negatively. But actually, the other side of that is that we will think very differently. And I actually want to just for a second move away from technology and actually put this notion to you that I think, and I hope actually this happens, that we stop thinking about things and start thinking about people a bit more. I am so conscious that the first thought I had when all this kicked off was, I'm not going to get my iPhone SE 2 this month, because yes. this bloomin' virus has come along, mm-hmm. right? And I'm thinking, does that matter? Does that really matter? Do I really want people in China to go back to work just so I can get an iPhone so they can die of a horrible disease, just so that I can get a new phone? And thats is that really what is in my mind? thats That's the first thought, rather than, goodness, I hope these people are all right. Well, to be fair, um, that was at the start of this all, you know. Now, now,
3: now we've seen how far this has progressed. I think we've changed. Well,
1: mean, well, in fairness, yeah, but I mean, even even as it was progressing, I was still thinking the same thing, you know. I don't <laughs> mind admitting, and you know, now I'm starting to see actually we need to stop thinking like that as people. We need to stop wanting our new iPhone every six months, and you know, we need this endless need for new stuff when actually what we have and you know, ultimately what I think our program will take us over the next few weeks is actually to what we already have. Um, we've talked a lot about the what's in your drawers and what we have and all the stuff we've bought over the years that just lies there. You know, did we need that in the first place? And I think that's where we need to move away from, from things and onto people. Um, that's my
3: that oh, was team. beautiful. I don't know who you that's are, but so it was wonderful. You know, no, I, I don't know totally what you did Stephen, but uh, I totally but agree. I, I kind of like it. And there may be some <laughs> positives. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe some positives at the end of this. I mean, if, if the value of working from home and how valid it can be, you know, how, how would that affect employment for us as visually impaired people? You know, that, that could have a great impact.
1: So, yeah. Kind of
2: brilliant for us, yeah. Exactly. And that's the thing that we're learning through this is like, for instance, again, with my daughter. We are having to have her connect to the internet to do schoolwork from home. The teachers are preparing different schoolwork and curriculums that they can log in and do things over the internet and different apps and services that they can use to to basically get their schoolwork done and we're finding there's so many different ways that my child can do that now there is the flip side you know from the tech side like you were talking about Stephen where we see studies and people saying, yeah but so many children get breakfast and lunch from their schools where their, their families, their parents, maybe be a middle or low income family and household can't afford if their child's home for the next two, three months, they can afford to feed them dinner every night, but breakfast and lunch is supplied by the school system. And that, you know, and a lot of those kids are getting a free lunch or free breakfast because of being low income. And now they're at home for the next month or more possibly, And the families can't afford that. And so, you know, that's a big issue. There's a lot of internet companies and and phone companies that are saying, we'll give you a month's worth of internet for free. And we're going to give you the, the, the router and everything for free to set you up because we know your kid needs to connect to do their schoolwork with, you know, over the internet with the school. And a lot of families, believe it or not, still don't have home internet because they can't afford it. So that's the kind of thing that I think is really coming to the forefront is realizing. The situations that people are in where they don't have the you know the means to have all the meals that they need or to have the luxury of the internet to connect just, in this case, to just do simple schoolwork. And so to look at the future and say, well, we could work from home, I agree with Sean. I think that'd be fantastic. I think it'd be great for our community, but there's a lot of people that can't do that. And so it is shedding a big light, just like we talked about with the environment earlier. It, it, the more we get into this, we are really, really realizing how much of a of of other issues that there are going on?
1: Well, it is going to be an interesting time, that is for sure. Um, and I think what we need to do here on Double Tap is to inform people about you know ways to use the tech that they already have uh, to you know the best potential. And you know, high speed how twos, for example, that you've done, Sean. I think that's a great example of that. Uh, I think we need to keep that going because ultimately people want to know what the the capabilities are. And working from home does open up all kinds of new entertainment experiences. You know, you might not spend a lot of time on streaming services. You might choose to listen to books instead, or you might choose to, you know, I, I don't know, whatever you choose to do, sit in a bath all night. Who cares, right? Whatever you do. Um, <laughs> High-tech you know, bath, obviously. <laughs> that's, uh, ob- yeah, obviously. Some kind of smart <laughs> bath. <laughs> bath with buttons and things, yeah. Uh, but, you know, whatever you choose to do, we need to think about that. And I think that's where we are going to take our show, because let's be honest about it. There aren't going to be many product announcements. I know I, 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 Apple have dropped a couple of new products. They've brought the new iPad Pro, Yawn, and mm. a new MacBook Air. You'll be buying one. What are you talking <laughs> so about? So you'll have one of each. No, I'm, not, I'm bored of the iPad. I really it's am. Because you've I'm got about eight of, eight of them. That's why. No, do you know what? I am sick of them. I barely use my iPad Pro. I've got the 12.9. Bought it because I thought I could see. And that didn't work out very well. <laughs> so, you know, it's pointless. I use my iPhone for everything uh, smartphone related. So I'm not going to bother with the iPad Pro for sure. The MacBook here, well, I do like the portability of them. Um, I hope the keyboard's better on this one because they've been dogged with problems. Yes, on the, it's the new the keyboard, MacBook. scissor keyboard. So scissor
2: switch, it'll be fine.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, thanks, Sean. That's oh, so just cool. to let you know, so you can right. order one name. Excellent, that's good. I'll hit the button. <laughs> he just wants you to send
2: <laughs> yeah. one of his, your old ones to him.
1: Exactly. I think he does. Yeah. Um. So yeah, listen, we've got. We actually are not going to be talking about this all hour. You'll be pleased to hear. Uh, we have got a rather interesting conversation coming up with uh, Karthik from Envision. It's not Envision AI, is it? I always get this mixed up. It is up. Envision AI. It is. Excellent. Well I'm we can absolutely change that in the edit. I won't. So uh yeah, Envision AI. <laughs> Hang on, let me do it right. So we've got Karthik on from Envision AI, haven't we? Yes, we have, Stephen. Well done. Yes. <laughs> well done. I'm so impressed. <laughs> it was flawless, wasn't it? Um so you know, uh, we're going to talk to him because they've come up with this idea. Um, I think, if I'm honest, we'll hear from Karthik later, but I think Karthik's been listening to us and uh clearly hearing the need for of course. uh yeah. Well, what else could he be doing at yes. this time? Yeah. So he's been listening to us, and he's heard us talk about the need for smart glasses. Now we've got the smart. I'm wearing a pair of smart glasses. I'm sure I don't know if you're wearing yours just now, Tim. But you know the the Bose frames, beautiful. Mm, I love them. I love them. I wish the battery was better. I wish they could go a bit louder. But still, I love them. Apart from those terrible limitations, they're great. Well, listen, <laughs> I'll tell you this. Actually, on the point of working from home, these are brilliant. Oh yeah, these are brilliant. If you're not out trying to commute, um, you know, in a busy office, all that stuff, you can have these in your head. Brilliant. I love them. So, yeah, that, I would. Uh, You've got
3: to post a picture up of that. You with your bows glasses on and your face mask working from home. <laughs> I'll be what honest. a beautiful vision.
1: I'm not that welcome in the local store. Um, not looking like that anyway. Uh, Walking with a stick. Yeah, that's always Stick them up is a robbery. Yeah. Stick them up. Where's your chocolate? Give me it all, um, but well, we are going to talk about the the idea of these smart glasses with a camera in them, because that's something we haven't really heard much about. Uh, there are companies that do provide cameras uh, that you can attached, attach attached to your glasses, like for example, OrCam, but they're very expensive products. Um, and the thing is, that's not really what we're talking about here. We're talking about a camera that could connect to something like Be My Eyes or Ira. <gasps> The possibilities oh. are endless. It's a dream. Yep. It is the dream. And apparently it's coming soon. So there you go. Uh, we're going to be talking to Karthik in uh, the uh, next half hour of the program. So uh, do stick around for that. Now, meanwhile, if you would like to keep in touch with us, we would love you to do so. Uh, Tim is in charge of the phone number. So, Tim, if you can tell
2: us the phone number, please. The phone number to call is one eight six six five zero nine. And make sure you tell us that we are allowed to use your voice message on the air. Or we will be uh, kicked off AMI and it will be all your fault.
1: Uh, and uh, Sean's in charge of the email address. The email address is feedback at AMI.ca. Who's in charge of Twitter? Oh, I'll take care of that then <laughs> at Double Tap Canada. And if you've got a question for us, maybe you've got a question, a burning question, or just a regularly moderately warm question, hmm. then you can ask it by using the hashtag AskDoubleTap and you can tell us how warm your question is. Maybe not, actually, <laughs> now I think about that. Anyway, uh, stick around. We're going to be hearing from Karthik from Envision AI next here on Double Tap Canada.
0: And now we're back with the Double Tap Canada team for more news on the latest tech from an accessibility point of view. Join in the fun with Double Tap by emailing your comments to feedback at ami.ca or on Twitter at Double Tap Canada.
1: Yeah, welcome back to Double Tap Canada for this week. And uh, we are going to be joined by a very special guest in just a moment. But first, let's talk about Envision AI and a new product that is coming out that I think lots of us will be interested in. Independence. The
0: dictionary defines it as the ability to live your life without being helped or influenced by others. It could also mean the ability to discover a whole new recipe. A woman wears envisioned glasses. Chicken and pumpkin soup. She taps a cell phone. Soup ingredients. Real keyboard. It could also mean submitting an assignment just before the deadline. It could be sharing a laugh with a colleague near the coffee machine. Looks like Alex from finance. To step out for some fresh air and roam the streets without any worry. Outdoors, the woman taps the side of her glasses. Looks like a body of water running through a grassy field. A message pops up on a cell phone. A man taps the phone, then walks. Or just managing to catch that train during rush hour. 1541, Sprinter, Amsterdam Central, via Maria Hov.
1: To be able to sort and read my own letter.
0: Credit card statement, post box 289. To be able to pop Quickly, into my favorite local store. Mango Chutney. It is to know that when I get stuck, I have people to call upon. The man stops at a roadblock. Hey, yes, and where are you? Hey there, um, there seems to be a roadblock here. Can you help me out? I can help you out. Uh, do you want to use like a roadmap or something? Okay, wait, I'll share my location. A map pops up. The man types on a laptop. All hands meeting. Tulip 3 meeting room. Tulip 3. To be surrounded
4: by great people and be surprised by their love.
0: Looks like a birthday cake with lit candles. To cook my favorite meal that my lovely family can't get enough of. She stands in front of the stove. To push my physical limits. A rower machine. To move, to jump, to punch and to feel alive. He punches with weights on his hands. A man opens a birthday card. I wish you the happiest year ahead.
4: To be me, to be Parham Dostar.
0: Puts glasses in a case. To be me, to be Yeshev Inside, the woman walks to her front door. To be me, to be Joy Barry. She opens the door. A man stands outside. Introducing Envision Glasses. The new AI-powered smart glasses by Envision. Empowering the blind and visually impaired to be more independent available for pre-order now text envision glasses available for pre-order now www.letsenvision.com glasses
1: wow well there we go uh well sean has uh, been setting up the interviews for us this week on double tap canada so sean who have you brought here i've got karthik who's the founder of envision ai hello
4: karthik hello hey. thank you so much for having me here it, uh, it's amazing uh, to be on Double Crap and Thank you so much.
1: Oh, you're very welcome. Now, listen, uh, tell us all about these glasses. First of all, where do I buy them? And can you get me them now, please? <laughs> uh,
4: we, I really wish we can get them here now, but uh, <laughs> good things take time and they have to wait. So um, you can go ahead and order the glasses on our website. So we are currently running a pre order campaign. So you go to com slash glasses and you'd be able to know more about them and then purchase them there. And uh, we start shipping, uh, hopefully, in August. So that's when we start well, shipping. Well, yeah,
1: hopefully. I I guess there's a caveat to that based on current events. But obviously, you know, it's, it's a fluid situation, right? So, you know, yeah, yeah. we can see what happens. Yeah. Uh, okay, so look, I have many, many questions, all right? Oh, yep. I, I want to know... Uh, wow <laughs> i'm just calm you're getting so excited i, I am I, I hold me back I, i'm honest i'm so excited about glasses look like we the three of us have been talking about glasses with a camera in them with the capability to do all the things that you're suggesting mm-hmm. for a long well, time two of us well yeah two of us yeah because sean okay. doesn't care about reality um <sighs> right or going out uh, but <laughs> he's been proven right though in fairness recently um but, you know, the thing is that, you know, we've been expecting Apple to, to come along with this product and um, nothing so far. You've gone and done it. So, come on, tell us how this all happened. Tell us uh, more about this amazing product because our, your, your advert says a lot but doesn't say a lot, if you know what I mean.
4: Yeah, for sure. No, I mean, we are super, super, super excited about the glasses. And just like you guys, we've been talking about glasses uh For the last three years now, you know, for the last three years, even before we started Envision, you know, uh, when Envision uh, was just an idea, uh, it was, it was all about having a camera on some sort of a wearable and uh, people being able to use uh, the whole thing completely hands-free. And uh, we have been actively researching the Google Glass, uh, so not Google Glass, with uh, Smart Glasses as a whole uh, since about 2018. And uh, we've tried... Uh, close to six to seven different kinds of glasses. Uh, We have worked with so many different kinds of companies that are in this space. And uh, just like you guys, we've been really looking forward to the Apple glasses. But uh, as of now, Google Glass is the best one that we could get our hands on. And uh, we're super, super excited uh, to be able to partner with Google and to put the Envision technology on the Google Glass and uh, really bring it to the wider world it's it's such an exciting time uh, at envision you know
3: oh, well steven's definitely excited i can tell um yeah, if we just go back to course. basics <laughs> go back to basics a minute karthik what right. what do these actually do for you all
4: right so what this does it's it it does everything that the envision app does so it can go ahead and help you to read text you know from all kinds of surfaces it can help you go ahead and recognize faces of friends and family. It can go ahead and recognize objects for you, barcodes, detect colors, and it's got a really cool feature that's exclusive to the glasses now. It's a video calling feature where you'd be able to video call a friend or a family member from directly within the glasses. You know, and uh, you'd be able to say, you know, just make a video call, and they would be able to help you out. You'd be able to share information, like your location, you know, information and so on. So they can help you better. So that's something uh, that the glasses can do. And when it comes to the looks, it basically looks like a pair of spectacles. So you can just wear them on, like how you wear a normal pair of spectacles. You can even put your own lenses on them. And uh, you also have, you have a camera to the right, which is sort of angled towards the center. So that's a HD wide angle camera. So it can capture a lot of detail uh, very richly. And uh, you'd be able to go ahead and, uh, you know, interact with the glasses through a trackpad that's located next to your temple. So you'd be able to swipe and tap. uh, And we've built our own version of uh, TalkBack onto the glasses. So you'd be able to go ahead and do everything that you do with your smartphone. You'd be able to tap and swipe and and press and hold and things like that. And uh, there's a little speaker that's located next to your ear and you'd get all the output through that speaker. And uh, there's also microphones on the glasses as well. And of course you can pair them to your Bluetooth headphones or connect them uh, to wired headphones as well. And uh, it comes with a nice six hour battery life. So on a single charge can pretty much go over the whole day and you can put them on standby and you can get a few more hours out of it. So that's the glasses in a nutshell.
2: Wow. And Karthik, after the initial setup, you can actually use these totally separate from a smartphone, correct? That is
4: correct. So with the uh, with the glasses, it's completely standalone. Of course, you can pair them onto the Envision app on your phone, uh, and you can go ahead and you know access or adjust some basic settings like volume or change the the language or the TTS or whatever. But the glasses themselves are fully engineered. To be used completely standalone, so you can just leave your phone at home, for example, uh, and then be able to use the glasses without having to really uh, needing your phone. You know.
1: So how come you you're doing this first? I, I'm I'm still on this. I don't understand mm-hmm. why you're not working for Apple and you're not making <laughs> billions of pounds or dollars or whatever, whatever currency you have, you uh, wherever you are. It's just it's um. It's beyond me because this seems to be something which is going to be revolutionary in the blind world for sure but it obviously has so many other implications as well for for everybody i mean everyone's going to want this
4: for sure and i think that's really where you know envision kind of wants to go as well so we really believe that we are or, or rather what really makes our days not, you know, making billions of pounds at Apple or, or Google, uh, but really making an impact and trying to make the visual information around us a lot more accessible than what it is. So that's really what we're really focused on. So these glasses right now, yes, and the technology that's on these glasses are most useful for people with a visual impairment of people who uh, have low vision or or, or uh, other, you know, visual disabilities. But these glasses and the technology that we're working on, hopefully in the future, is something that even everyday people can use. Right? It's it doesn't have to be limited uh, to only a particular segment. We think yeah. the I mean, combination look, Karthik,
1: of hmm. Karthik, here's the reality, right? I mean, let's okay. be let's be let's get to brass tacks oh, here, right? Right? Okay. All right. <laughs> we blind people, we, we're not gonna make you much money, right? I mean if you want to, you know, keep going and feed your family, you're gonna need more than a few of us, right? So you've got to get this out there to the widest possible group of people. We've seen other companies come and go for this reason. Specialist tech is certainly decreasing every time an app comes out, you know, a specialist company somewhere goes into a corner and cries. Because at the end of the day it's taking over the world. It's changing Everything, and you know, for you, I guess it's about developing something. Which absolutely, you're right. And and you know, I, I don't doubt for a second you're doing this for all the right reasons to to you know make the world a better place for blind people. That is brilliant. But you still got to feed your family, for goodness sake, Karthik, What would they say <laughs> if you didn't have bread <laughs> on the table? So you know, for that reason, you need to sell this to as many people as possible. And I think, I mean, it's interesting because you're basing this on Google Glass, which you know itself wasn't the most well received product when it came out. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously that that may change do you think that this is the time for these wearables now that perhaps giving this uh you know essentially the blind spin on it but you know the fact is it is a product which is going to be universally popular it was built as a universal product
4: so i do you know uh, you're you're right in in a few things and we dis- we differ on a few things. So what I really think is, of course, yes, uh, we know that, you know, the visually impaired market uh, is, is, you know, I wouldn't say limited, but I think what it has really lacked, it's really lacked a really good product that people can afford and gives them a lot back in return. And I think Envision is definitely in that sweet spot. So it's affordable. Uh, it's, it basically uh, is not like how there are other uh, similar products out there that are priced four or five times more than us. We're definitely affordable. And I think we're really revolutionizing the Google Glass or the Smart Glasses platform uh, by going ahead and opening it up for other developers as well, right? So I think in that way, we're in a very sweet spot with this community. And yes, at Envision, uh, the wider vision, is to be a camera plus AI company. So we really believe that the camera combined with what's happening in the world of AI can really, really revolutionize, not just the life, lives of visually impaired people, but even everyday people like us. And we believe that smart classes are coming and we believe that wearable technology is going to be more mainstream in the future. And when that happens, I think Envision, as an early adopter of this platform, can really, really make a dent, not just you know, in visually impaired people's lives, but in everyone's lives. And that's, that's where we're heading as a company. And that's what we believe. And I think as, as the days go, by, days go by and as we continue to see more smart glasses hit the market, we're definitely going to be on those glasses as well. We're no, we're no way limited to the Google Glass. Tomorrow we see Amazon coming out with smart glasses. We're going to be on them first. Tomorrow we see Apple coming out with smart classes, you bet we're gonna be on them first. So we're super excited about this category and we think there's it's just the beginning, you know? It's really just the beginning.
2: And I think that's a really important point, Karthik. Mm-hmm. You don't want to limit yourself to just the Google Glass Enterprise product that you may and have actually might have already spoken with some other smaller companies about wearables and smart glasses. And you are hoping and looking for a company like Apple and others to do that. And so as that happens, you, will, you won't you will be limiting yourself and will hopefully be able to bring in vision to, to whatever wearable you can.
4: Yeah. And I think that's really, we've been, that's been our focus from day one. Like, When we set out to build this technology on smart classes, we made very, very conscious decisions to not really limit ourselves to one platform or one type of operating system, but try to keep this whole thing as universal as possible. And uh, I think that's really paid off. And we've been easily able to put uh, the Envision app on so many different kinds of smart classes. And we're talking to a few companies right now, uh, and we, we think there's some really exciting stuff that's going to come out. Uh, in the future in this particular space. So you might not be very far off uh, from a day where you might be wearing, you know, wearables might become just like how smartphones are today, you know.
3: Oh, I hope so. I mean, it is like... He knows things. He knows things. It's, I know he's not letting... <laughs> it. We'll get it out of him. It's like the Holy Grail, though. This is the sort of product that we've all been looking for because artificial yeah. intelligence has come along. We've all used the apps that can, you know, OCR live and in mm-hmm. real time and object recognition. But it's always that convenience of using the smartphone camera. It's not very convenient. So the wearable yeah, is, the, that is, is the next step. But um, <laughs> that trailer has there's been a lot of buzz around that car thick but yeah. someone asked me today how close is the final product to that trailer are the 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 situations there are they mocked up or is that an actual real demonstration of the uh, abilities and the real time use of the current envision glasses
4: so um uh, the stuff that you see on the trailer right they are not mocked up So of course, I mean, they'll make it look a little pretty uh, for the sake of the video itself. Yeah. But everything that you see, you know, when they say Alex from Finance or when it describes a scene, everything was first shot with Envision, and we took the output that the Envision glasses gave and then put them onto the video. Right. So whatever you see on in, in that video, the glasses will eventually be able to do that and more. And more. Yeah.
3: Fantastic. And when it comes to the pre ordering, because people are slightly worried when it comes to things like this, how close are mm-hmm. you to fulfilling, you know, how many orders? Are you actually at the final design phase here? And, and that's where the pre orders are coming from. Where are you at for delivering the product?
4: All right. So, in terms of delivering the product, we have already nailed down all the big features that we want to build on the glasses. Um, we're working on some pretty cool stuff at the moment. So, uh, one thing that really would set the glasses apart and you know something that would truly revolutionize the space is that unlike you know unlike the past products that have come in this similar category envision is basically going to build a platform an accessible ai platform on the google class and we're inviting other developers to work with us to also come onto these onto this platform so we're basically when we were at CSUN, we had a chance to talk to Be My Eyes, we had a chance to talk to Ira. We had a chance to talk to few other developers, and uh, they have expressed a lot of interest in coming onto the Envision glasses. You know, they really, they really want to partner with us because they really see the value that such a platform, when done right, can have on their community. So, I mean, a lot of users have been reaching out uh, to say Be My Eyes, Ira, and have been requesting uh, that you know they find a way. To go ahead and get onto smart classes. And we're just coming in at the right time, at the right place, with the right product. And uh, so, yeah, that's something that we're really, really excited about. So, that's what we're working on right now. And we're putting a lot of time and effort into getting that partnership right. And uh, we're also working a lot on the design side of things as well. So, we're still doing a lot of user testing in the Netherlands. uh, And uh, we're trying to get it just right before we start shipping them out in August.
1: With respect to you, Carthy, I'm just listening to your mm-hmm. answer there and I'm thinking I, don't, I think you've done a fantastic job of, of not answering the question that Sean asked because, <laughs> um, because what, what, I, what I guess he's getting at is, you know, how ready will this be as a product? So if I buy this and say it arrives in August, let's say the world is, is sorted by then and, you know, everything's good and I get a pair of these, what will my experience be like? Will it be like the guy in the video?
4: Yes, it will be like the guy in the video. So when you go ahead and buy the glasses and you use them on, it would be like how you just you know, saw in the video. It, it won't really deviate uh, from that. The video is a very complete picture of what the glasses will be able to do when we ship. You know We're not really saying that, okay, so this is the video, and then we'll start working on what we can actually deliver, but we work backwards. We said, this is what we can deliver, and the video should basically reflect that. And that's, that, I hope, answers your question.
3: Yeah. Uh, that's, okay. that's better okay. and you actually have uh, uh a lot of the google enterprise 2 glasses actually mm-hmm. in stock and on hand
4: uh so we've been talking to google uh we've been talking to distributors so that's basically uh where the current situation can have a bit of an impact on like we're really talking to uh, folks at google and the distributors to see if we can have all of these in stock but i think we are pretty confident that uh, there shouldn't be too much too many issues or too many delays uh if, if the current situation uh, keeps going the way it does. Uh, so if it gets better, yeah, we definitely think there shouldn't be too much of a problem, but we are going to constantly keep informing the community if we do face some issues because of the current uh, situation.
1: Yeah. yeah, I, th- I think everyone can accept that, that you know, this year's you know, going to be a difficult <laughs> year for any product launch for sure. It's sort of perfect um, yeah. timing and terrible
3: timing at the same time, <laughs> you know, with all the production <laughs> issues that, that the world faces at the minute. And then, on the mm. other side, you've got Ira and their recent announcement about their Horizon system, and they are looking for other yeah. platforms and suggestions. It's yeah, yeah. it's um, swings and roundabouts.
4: <laughs> yeah, it is. It is a bit, you know, here and there. Like, I mean, there are the positives, and there are some negatives. Uh, I think, or some things that are not so positive. Uh, but I think overall, we're in good shape, and uh, we're working super hard uh, to go ahead and make sure that the glasses are ready as soon as possible. So I think August is, a, is, still, is still a pretty good uh, deadline if things don't get really worse in the coming weeks.
3: Yeah, it's just I can see people being concerned about the whole pre-order. You know, there has been issues in the past, especially with things like Kickstarter and those other projects. So pre-ordering has always been a bit of an issue, especially with this sort of, it's a, a new um, sector, you know, this, this wearable sector, especially as they're standalone and don't rely on your smartphone or that that connection.
4: Yeah, like that's the reason why we really wanted to partner with someone like Google, because uh, we did have a chance to. When we were at CES, we met a few other companies uh, that were working in this space, uh, and uh, you know, there were there were startups like us that were working in this space. Uh, but I think at the end of the day, we felt that the security a big hardware manufacturer or a big company like Google can provide. Uh, yeah. I think that's one of also one of the reasons why we decided to go with them because we can. We, we can be sure of the hardware quality. You know, we've, we've worked with more than 20 pairs of the Google Glass uh, so far, the new Google Glass, and all of them are a really good build and uh, they look quite solid and they feel quite quite solid. Uh, they've survived multiple user tests. So we're quite happy with the quality and that's, what, that's the reason why we decided to do this. And in the future, whoever we partner with uh, for hardware, hardware quality is going to be one of our, Top factors in going with them or not going with them, you know.
1: Okay, so you know the next question it has mm-hmm. to be asked: uh, Do I have to sell my house to buy these, <laughs> or you know, can I just maybe rent out a room? What kind of <laughs> what kind of cost are we looking at here?
4: Well, yeah. So the cost is for the pre-orders. The cost is going to be a thousand five hundred euros, and that's going to be uh, including the hardware and two years of updates for the software. And uh, once the pre-orders end, uh, the prices would go up to €1,800 um, when, yeah, when, when the pre-order ends. And that's basically going to be the retail price. And this is the special price uh, that we have. So €1,500 will be around 1600 dollars, roughly. Yeah.
3: And I know the Envision AI app has a subscription model. Does that, does that carry mm-hmm. on or is mm-hmm. it a one-off fee and there's no subscription, I would have thought?
4: Right. So when you first purchase the glasses, uh, like I mentioned, you pay uh, a, one, a one-time fee for both the hardware and the software. Uh, the software comes, is, is valid, you know, for two years. I mean, in the sense that you, we get, you get constant updates and you get new features and all of that for two years. And after two years, you basically pay a, pay a 50 euro per annum fee to continue to use the glasses. And when you buy the glasses, you also get a lifetime subscription of the app along with the glasses as well. So that's, that's how it's all going to work. And as you can see, 1500 euros is a lot more cheaper than what's out there uh, for the kind of value that we provide, you know.
3: What, what are you thinking of there, Karthik? Would you like to
2: name your competitors? <laughs> 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 well, i would not blame him if he doesn't but uh but he does make a point there because g- glasses that do something yeah. similar or an attachment to glasses that do something similar i believe are still in the four to five thousand dollar range so um, yeah
4: yeah and yes. exactly right so i mean well compared to compared to you know you know who we're we're definitely a lot more uh affordable yeah, but uh, that's what, just to take a step back, uh, that's one of the key things I think uh, for us was, you know, going with third party manufacturers can definitely lower the cost and keep our focus purely on the software and the design of the software itself, which is where Envision's code expertise is. So going forward, that's going to be our strategy. And we think uh, that's something that uh, the world can definitely uh, get behind as well.
3: Well, I'm really looking forward to the partners that you can get. I mean, Be My Eyes would be great, and Ira would be fantastic oh. as well. The the Google Enterprise too. I know they've got an eight megapixel camera. How how mm-hmm. how good is that for something like Ira? When you compare it to an iPhone camera, the, the field of view and the latency behind it—is it up to the task of something like Ira?
4: Okay, so I think it definitely is because um, what's really important here uh, are two things. One is the quality of the camera itself. And two, uh, what it, uh, the quality of the internals on the device. So what I mean by that is, you know, how good is the processor and uh, how good is the OS in handling all of these things? So in that sense, the Google Glass 2 is a really good, uh, you know, companion to apps like, you know, to video calling apps like Ira or Beam Eyes. And, uh, I think it really, you know, works out that way because the camera can really capture, you know, 1080p HD, video and it's got a wide field of view so it's much wider field of view than your normal smartphone cameras and the processor on board is actually really good so the video calling uh the video calling that we have within the envision class that we've built for friends and family that works like a charm i mean it, it really does work like a charm regardless of what kind of connectivity you're in and i think uh we should be able to deliver the same kind of quality with IRA and BMI as well. So They should be able to expect the same kind of quality when they're using the glasses.
1: Okay. Well, listen, uh, thank you so much for coming on and uh, telling us all about your product, Karthik. It's very interesting for sure. I think we'll all be very interested to try it out when the time comes. And uh, yeah. we will, of course, uh, be happy to receive three pairs for free, obviously, yeah. to uh, review them here <laughs> <at Yeah>. on review <laughs> Canada. Uh-huh. Yeah, review <laughs> purposes only, of course. And you're obviously happy to agree with that. Right. Okay. Glad we sorted that out. Uh, listen, Carthy, thank yeah. you so much for coming. Yeah, on.
4: thank you so much. I mean, it was really nice being here. And, uh, you know, when we were at CSUN, uh, we were able to show the glasses off. And it was really nice. And yeah. uh, it was amazing overall. And thank you for having me. And uh, I really look forward to being back on the show with a lot more interesting updates in the near future.
1: Oh, you tease. Okay, well, listen, thank you so much for coming on. And uh, we will talk to you soon, Karthik, from Envision. And, of course, uh, that ends our show. Uh, Sean and Tim, another great one, as always. And, uh, you know, guys, stay safe is the key message. I know we're all apart, which is... For once, a good thing. Um, And we've talked about that plenty on the show this week. If you do want to keep in touch as well, please do. Feedback at AMI.ca. Keep in touch. Tell us how you're getting on as well. Uh, That's it for our show this week. Thank you so much, Sean and Tim. Catch you next time.
2: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Don't forget to tune in to Double Tap TV every Tuesday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern on AMI-tv. For more technology talk with Mark Aflalo and Stephen Scott. This was an AMI podcast. For more accessible media, visit AMI.ca.
3: Hello, I'm Sean Preece. Join me monthly for Sean of the Shed, where I introduce you to all the technology that can be so useful to us as blind or partially sighted people. Find Sean of the Shed wherever you find all your podcasts.